0: I'm Lin-Manuel Miranda, and you're listening to Hard Knock Life. Welcome to Hard Knock Life. I'm Keith Chow. I'm Brittany Monet.
1: If you guys paid attention to the end of last week's podcast, you might have heard... Dominic mentioned, oh, who's not here, by the way, shout out to Dominic, but he mentioned that we were going on hiatus after last week's episode. Well, that hiatus lasted one week because we're back. <laughs>
0: <laughs> not It didn't even count because like, it was less than a week.
1: <laughs> the plan was to go on hiatus through the holiday break and come back after the new year, unless something important happened between now and then. And then over the weekend, we had like every single trailer for 2023 dropped all at once
0: Pretty so much, yeah.
1: that's why we're here we're here to talk about some trailers and then perhaps we'll let you go on your way and see you in 2023 again unless something else maybe a flash trailer is going to be dropping any minute now who knows but here we are Brittany did you mm-hmm. did you catch like I would think it was Friday they just literally dropped every single trailer it was a Transformers trailer Indiana Jones trailer, Guardians 3, there was even like a, it wasn't really a trailer, but like a little short Ant-Man video that had some extra footage from Quantumania. So it was like, it was like the mother of all trailer days.
0: Yeah, I didn't catch the little like extra footage of the Ant-Man thing, but I did see the other trailers that were named except for The Last of Us. And if there's any other trailers, I didn't see those, but I'm going to watch, like I was just telling you, I'm going to watch The Last of Us just because of who's on it. So
1: oh you mean Mandalorian season three
0: yes (laughs) but oh speaking of Mandalorian though I think I saw some news I don't know how true it is that Christopher Lloyd is gonna be on the actual like Mandalorian season three
1: yeah well they did announce that March 1st is when it comes back so we have a we have a date Mm -hmm. for Mandalorian so yeah that I think I think that was maybe that was confirmed because I feel like that was previously announced but
0: I didn't I didn't know that they had said that he was gonna be on the show, so it's new to me. And yeah. if I said it before, I totally forgot. So
1: <laughs> Well, I'm ex- I mean, yeah, March 1st we finally get Mandalorian back. But if you're if you need your Pedro Pascal and a kid, the last of us dropped a trailer. I'm not exactly sure when that comes out. That's coming out, I think, sooner than than yeah. so yeah. If you need your fix, that'll that'll definitely be there. But yeah, we're here to talk about a bunch of trailers that dropped on Friday, specifically the transformers rise of the beast trailer the indiana jones and the dial of destiny trailer and the guardians volume three trailer and i was mentioning it earlier like part of the reason so many trailers are dropping is that this weekend was i guess i think it's called ccxp which is basically like Mm -hmm. the brazilian comic-con which has become like san diego comic-con for south america because like all the major things come out of that nowadays right like it's Last year, there was a bunch of stuff coming out of it. Like, this Brazilian Comic-Con has become, like, a huge Mm -hmm. deal. All the studios are there. And that's why we got so much stuff. We got, like, a poster for Blue Beetle. We got a poster for John Wick 4. Like, so many things come out of of Comic-Con XP. So, yeah. So, let's start. Well, we'll we'll save the Disney ones for later. Mm -hmm. Let's start with Transformers Rise of the Beast. Because I don't know how much of a Transformers fan you are.
0: I kind of watched the original cartoon here and there but I definitely liked most of the movies and I think I haven't seen like maybe the ones with Mark Wahlberg but I did like you know at least the first few with like Shia LaBeouf
1: Mm -hmm. so being not like that invested in the original Transformers like you didn't have a problem with like Michael Bay's take on the Transformer
0: no I know there's a lot of people who are like (laughs) not about it yeah but I like I'm one of them, movies. but yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. I liked them. I thought they were fun. I feel like they were fun like summer movies, you know, mm-hmm. that I remember. Yeah, they're like, kind of
1: dumb, but but yeah, do what they need to do. Well, the, here's the cool thing about Rise of the Beasts is that the one Transformers movie that I do love
0: mm-hmm. was
1: Bumblebee that came out three years ago, three or four years I ago.
0: I really wanted to see that one and I never got around you to it. You never saw Bumblebee? No. You have
1: to see Bumblebee. Your girl, Hailee Steinfeld's in it john cena's in it it's really good and one of the things that i never liked about the michael bay movies and i am like old school 80s transformers mm-hmm. g1 fan is that i always felt that like aside from like the dumb action movie whatever mm-hmm. i always thought the designs of the robots was just overly complicated in the mm-hmm. michael bay movies and it got to a point where like in revenge of the i revenge of the sith revenge of the fallen there's a scene where like Optimus and Megatron and, like, two other Decepticons are fighting in a forest, and you don't know what the fuck is going on. It's just, like, (laughs) four metal beings, like, entangled, and there's no, like, you can't comprehend who's who. What I loved about Bumblebee, aside from, like, there's a lot of heart and humor... Mm-hmm. from Haley steinfeld and, and bumblebee and everything is that they went back and made the designs of the robots a lot simpler and a lot more like their original g1 mm-hmm. versions and you know as simple as that aesthetic got me into it and what's cool about this movie is they're keeping that kind of like optimus looks like the Optimus from the 80s he looks like how he looked at the end of bumblebee i
0: thought so because of the like the way his like that guard thing they he. Mm-hmm. I was like, that, that looks more like the cartoon, if I remember correctly. Right. And he's so.
1: also like, when he's in his truck, his alt mode, he's in like the flat nose cab instead of like the big, you know, 18 wheeler with the flames and everything. Mm-hmm. So so that's cool. The other thing that I'm not that familiar with, and I was going to ask you being a 90s kid, mm-hmm. and you know, you, you've talked about your love for Power Rangers and Batman the Animated Series, is that this is a movie version of Beast Wars. And Beast Wars is not a version of Transformers I followed. Like, I was way past, like, when I had already grown up or... I wouldn't say I grew up because, again, I was still watching cartoons in the 90s. I just didn't watch Beast Wars. Does Beast Wars have any, like...
0: I didn't watch Beast Wars, but, like, definitely looking at the animals, it reminded me of, like, all of the, like, the what was it called? The Megatron? What were they called? Predacons. The, the bad yeah. guys were
1: the Predacons, the good guys were the Maximals. I know that much, but yeah, I wasn't. It
0: reminded fan. me of all of those. I, I don't, it's been so long since I've seen trans, <laughs> but yeah, it reminded me of like their animals and like the, you know, the Triceratops and.
1: Yeah. Whatnot. So like, cause be- apparently again, not mm-hmm. being a big follower of the Beast Wars, the Beast Wars is a huge deal for a lot of nineties kids and they loved the mm-hmm. hell out of that cartoon. And Rise of the Beast, like you can tell from the name, introduces mm-hmm. the Beast Wars characters. You have Optimus Primal, yeah. you have Razor and Rhinox. I think those are the three max. Mm-hmm. Oh, Cheetor is also in the in the. Again, I said I have no idea what the Beast not, Wars. Not are, but, <laughs> Not Chitara. No. <laughs> For someone who's not familiar, or at least not a big, huge follower of Beast Wars, it got mm-hmm. me hyped. Yeah, it looks cool looks real cool like a giant give me a giant robot gorilla and a giant robot cheetah come on that looks that
0: looks dope Yes, and anthony ramos and like, of course the hamilton connection
1: ride. you got to bring in philip scholar himself so that's what i'm excited about i'm excited that it's like you know continuing the what i loved about bumblebee so you should definitely go check out bumblebee in the yeah. next couple months before this drops in june and it's gotten me like Now I want to maybe go back and revisit the Beast Wars, just because like they look real dope in this in this movie. Yeah. Any thought? Did you have any other thoughts about like what you saw in the trailer?
0: I just thought it looked cool. And I was like, Bumblebee when they showed Bumblebee. (laughs) Looks
1: like Bumblebee gets stabbed through the chest, though.
0: I know. And I was like, no.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Did you check out who the voice cast is?
0: No, but the one voice sounded really familiar, and I think, was it, is there a new voice for Optimus Prime? Because it didn't sound like the original guy.
1: Well, Optimus Prime is still Peter Cullen. It's still the original okay. Optimus Prime from the 80s. But Optimus Primal, who's the gorilla, that's Ron Perlman.
0: Ah, oh, that's who that, I that's was Hellboy. like, trying to, I was trying to figure out who that voice was, because I was like, I know that voice. Yeah. But, I, I don't know why that what's his name sounded different
1: well maybe it's because like primal and prime kind of sounded like they were talking to each other which is Uh weird because another thing i do know about beast wars is that in the in the original cartoon they were actually descendants of the original transformers like beast wars took place like thousands of years in the future so optimus primal the gorilla was actually a descendant Mm -hmm. of optimus prime that we know but i guess in this continuity they're separate beings because you get mm-hmm. Optimus Prime and Optimus Primal talking to each other where they're supposed to be, like, ancestors or whatever. So the, the reason I brought up the voice cast is that there's a new transform— we, not new, we've seen them before, but there's a Porsche in mm-hmm. the trailer, that the one that Anthony Ramos rides in. Yes. And it's I think the Porsche and Anthony Ramos is going to have the same kind of connection that, like, Shia LaBeouf and Bumblebee mm-hmm. had in the original. And the thing about it is that, for me, again, as a big G1 fan— my favorite Autobot is a Porsche named Jazz. Mm-hmm. That's not Jazz in the movie, unfortunately. The character that the uh, that the Porsche transforms into is a character named Mirage, and I know that because in the trailer, mm-hmm. he's he shoots like holograms of himself, and that's mm-hmm. one of the things Mirage does. But and also when he transforms into a robot, he looks more like Mirage than Jazz. Anyway, getting too Transformers nerdy on you, I understand. But the voice of Mirage in the movie is your boy Pete Davidson.
0: That's awesome. <laughs> I love I Pete If you had
1: another reason to go check out Rise of the Beast.
0: I most definitely. Pete
1: guess. Davidson and Anthony Ramos are probably going to have a lot of scenes together.
0: Oh, yeah. That looks fun, though. More, even more <laughs> fun. Like, yeah, I I love Pete Davidson.
1: So that came out, and I was like, holy shit, this is the like, coolest trailer to come out today. Yep. And then Disney was like, hit you with a one-two punch. Yep. So they dropped the Guardians trailer on Mm -hmm. the heels of the holiday special. Like, yes, one of the reasons we thought last week was our last show of the year. Was it like, well, there's nothing else to talk about. We got the holiday special. Mm -hmm. We finished Andor. See you in 2023. And then James Gunn was like, hold on. I got some more Guardians goodness for you. Yeah. Let's start with that one. After you said you cried watching the holiday special. Mm -hmm. I got to think the tears flowed during the trailer.
0: No, they didn't follow, but I was like, oh, I'm not going to survive this movie because if (laughs) they kill Rocket, if if Rocket is the one who dies, I am going to be in a mess. I love Rocket. It's
1: kind of, like, obvious it's Rocket, though, right? Like, yeah, everything in the trailer is pointing to that could
0: be misleading it might not be rocket you know like I don't want to like but either like I, mean, like, I want to prepare if it's rocket but like <laughs> <laughs> I don't want it to be rocket but yeah I know it looks so good and I've seen the like, just like the clip too of Drax throwing the ball at the little girl's face <laughs> I've watched that so many times I feel so bad for laughing every time but it is oh that's really funny
1: yeah, and apparently that's the Counter Earth, which is an Earth full of I think what do they call the Animan? I, this is where we need Dominic. Dominic's
0: yes.
1: deep, vast knowledge of like the obscure Marvel characters. But mm-hmm. from what I've been able to like research, the main villain in this one looks to be the High Evolutionary, played by the actor who portrayed the the main butterfly in Peacemaker. Yes and he's the high evolutionary and i know in the comics the high evolutionary created like a race of animal people Mm -hmm. which it looks like that's where rocket's from and i think the big story point is probably the high evolutionary is the one who created rocket because he created all these like animal human hybrids but yeah it seems to be like you know rocket gives the 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 there's a scene like a close-up on his face and he's all beat up and he's Clearly, giving like a deathbed motivational speech. You see Peter like screaming. You see Mantis like screaming, like something emotional yeah. is happening. It's got to be Rocket because
0: hopefully. I don't think. Not don't... hopefully. <laughs> oh, Why did I say hopefully? I mean, I, gosh, sadly, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's going to probably be him, but I don't want it to be. But I feel like he knows that Rocket is the one that most people are going to be upset about. So, yeah. like, that's,
1: it and funny. i think james gunn has said this is i mean it's clearly his last movie because he's off running the dc universe yeah and you know and i can't see anyone else wanting to do a guardians four without james gunn is like james gunn is so associated with the guardians characters and so if like james gunn's like i'm gonna go out with a bang why not kill I'll off rocket? rocket and especially because you know Rocket was the one. I guess he and Nebula were the ones who survived this blip,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and it's kind of almost fitting that, like, now that everyone's back, Rocket. Because yeah. like, there's a line he gives in the first movie where he's like, "I don't got that long to live anyway," because you know he's a raccoon. Raccoons he don't have a long yeah. lifespan, so kind of makes sense that he he kind of died. It, it, but the the sad tragedy is that like he's he lived those five years with, mm-hmm. without his family. Like Groot died and everyone died. And then they finally come back and then he dies. So that's kind of, that's almost, now that I think about it, it's like even more tragic.
0: It is. It's like, oh God, it's going to be so sad. And he just got Bucky's arm. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Which is, (laughs) I don't know if it's like, it's funny, but at the same time, I feel like it's a little ableist to laugh at like. Yeah, that's
1: true. I, I did see, I did see some of that criticism that, that Rocket's whole like gag throughout all three movies has been a bit ableist, but
0: yeah, but no, it looks fun. Adam looks great.
1: Oh, that's right. Yeah. We finally see Adam Warlock. after yeah. He was teased in volume two.
0: Yeah. He looks great. I'm excited. Will Poulter. Mm-hmm. He's always really been great in everything that he's been in. Even if he's playing characters, I get on your nerves. Like he's just always so good. So I'm really excited to see what he's going to do with this.
1: And he looks really good as as Adam Warlock. And Adam Warlock again, he's one of the weirdest Marvel characters, like of all time. And it's yeah. and it's kind of like when they teased him, you you kind of thought, okay, the Infinity War is coming up; he's going to have a big role because in the comics, the Infinity War was basically Adam Warlock versus Thanos in a way, right? Mm-hmm. Again, like we've we've gotten so deep in the mcu we're like at all the weird ass characters now (laughs) you know what i mean Mm -hmm. but yeah like just to see how he finally comes about will be will be interesting yeah and of course we see gamora gamora is gonna be back for this one
0: yeah i'm just trying to figure out how exactly they're gonna bring her in because like it's she gamora from a different timeline I mean, Right, no, she should timeline. be,
1: because she is the Gamora from 2014 that doesn't remember Peter or anybody.
0: Well, see, the thing is, though, she would technically be dead because either when they did the snap at the end, they either sent people back to their proper timeline or they were killed when he did it because Thanos is gone.
1: Right, they dusted them all.
0: So that's why I don't know if they're, like, officially, like, quote-unquote. Oh, I dust see what you're it, saying. Like, or if they were, it looks like they dusted, but they just returned back to the I proper point. In the
1: one of the, and this might be a fan theory. One of the things that I remember seeing is that the, the way that they made Gamora survive is that what Tony wished wasn't, you know, everyone who came through the portal gets dusted. It mm-hmm. was all of Thanos and his minions. And Gamora had already, I guess, broken from Thanos. Mm-hmm. just in time <laughs> because wasn't she helping them
0: she ended up for a second but then like they couldn't find her after that right but she so was fighting
1: with the avengers because in the in the like all the badass female warrior scene isn't good there them? no they don't show good morning i feel like i just see good in there
0: i would have to go and watch it again but I'm, i feel like she's not there mm. i think nebula is there i just don't think Gamora is maybe she is I don't remember it's been so long since I've watched (laughs) that.
1: but but anyway but somehow Gamora is in in in, and I think I think it's the Gamora who disappears at the end of Endgame I don't think they would go and find yet another Gamora that would be that would be weird
0: (laughs) yeah I yeah I yeah I guess we'll just see how it all plays out that's my only thing I'm just like how is this gonna yeah play out but wouldn't that mess up the timeline because if The Gamora from 2014 doesn't fall back into her timeline and Mm. does what she's supposed to and dies by Well, there's no
1: more TVA to, like, keep that shit straight anyway.
0: That's right.
1: Yeah. The multiverse has already collapsed.
0: All right. All right. We'll see.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, speaking of, like, the TVA, I don't know if you saw that Miss Minutes, because she has a Twitter account, tweeted, "Oh hi Deadpool." Yeah. And Ryan Reynolds responded saying, "Hi Miss Minutes."
1: That's that's how they're bringing Deadpool into the MCU. It's going to be yeah. a, it's going to be a multiversal timeline thing, which makes sense. I mean, that's the only way it works to yeah. bring in, especially someone who's already established in a different universe. It only mm-hmm. makes sense that, so I bet, I bet Ms. Minutes it's in, is in Deadpool three is what they're yeah, basically. My referring.
0: my brother is thinking that Louis Tan is returning because he, I like, I don't check Louis's Instagram, but my brother said that Louis Tan posted something about, what is his name? the character Shadow Star. Yeah. He said he had posted something about Shadow Star. So he was just like, I think he's back.
1: Well, I mean, that would be cool. But at the same time, when Lewis was hyping Shatterstar for Deadpool 2, it made it seem like he had like an actual role. And moment yeah. in the movie for like 30 seconds. So,
0: yeah, so it was Bill, Bill Skarsgård is one of those people too. And I love Bill Skarsgård. So, for them to both like die in the like 20 seconds into the movie, I was like, oh, this sucks. Yeah. And of
1: course, Brad Pitt had the biggest cameo. So, it didn't even oh, yeah. matter that they were in it. So, <laughs> <laughs> so finally, the last trailer that was dropped. And this was, you know, and I've known for a few years that Indy 5 was coming out from Disney mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because Lucasfilm is now with Disney. But to me, it's still weird that Indiana Jones is coming out from Disney. Yeah. I don't know why. It's just like, maybe I do know why, because for the, I think all four original Spielberg directed Indy movies, he integrates the Paramount Pictures logo into the film. Like mm-hmm. I think it's I think it's the Raiders where like the, the the Paramount logo turns into like a little molehill that they drive over or something like that. Or maybe that's Last Crusade. I just remember like the, the Paramount logo being integral to like indie movies. It's kind of the way that 20th Century Fox logo was integral to Star Wars movies until it wasn't. Mm-hmm. Like, do you remember that weird period before they bought Fox that when you watch the original or prequel trilogies on streaming, they got rid of the 20th century fox fanfare except for a new hope because that one was technically still a 20th century fox movie but if you watch empire or jedi that. no it was so weird there was like this brief period i before think it's they bought... we
0: had them on like a blu-ray set that we had got my dad a few years ago so like yeah physical that's why I you had... should always
1: watch physical media
0: and i feel like anytime i had watched like them before they were switched over on onto to disney plus like it would be with the blu-rays so like i'd didn't well, good for you good like, for you
1: for for appreciating physical media because if you watch, I
0: still love physical media oh yeah
1: me too I'm with you I'm, and that's my nerd popping actually but if you watched this a, a streaming version of Star Wars in those intervening years between you know Disney and and Fox it was so weird because they didn't have the 20th century Fox mm-hmm. lead-in and there's something about that. dun dun that to me is Star Wars you know Mm -hmm. it's what's missing honestly from the sequel trilogy that it doesn't have that like fanfare that leads right into because when John Williams wrote the Star Wars theme he used like I don't know I'm not a musicologist but like the 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 chords or whatever from the Fox fanfare blend into the opening chords of Star Wars it's just it's a natural progression anyway that's a long winded way of me saying it's going to be weird to not see the Paramount look I know at least Paramount doesn't have like a musical intro so that's not gonna be a big mm-hmm. deal but any the, I'm that's <laughs> going on this bullshit we're not even talking about the trailer so anyway what did you think of
0: the Indy 5 trailer I I don't know I'm just like yeah I want to see it but at the same time I'm like I don't know if I'm entirely sold yet maybe because I need a little bit more of like what the actual story is Mm -hmm. i feel like obviously i'm going to see it because i've seen them all yeah but yeah i don't know i wasn't super sold on this one quite yet and i feel bad for feeling that way
1: don't feel bad because i kind of felt the same way like one of the things i think one of the reasons i not just me, like most people didn't like crystal skull yeah is that it felt too like divorced from those first three movies in the sense that Mm -hmm. like indiana jones movies i don't know maybe this is incorrect but in my head indiana jones movies should not be full of cgi yeah right they don't mesh like Mm -hmm. there's something about it and i don't know i'm not saying there shouldn't be visual effects because you know famously temple of doom like they use you know miniatures and like little clay puppets or whatever when they're rolling down the. Those minds and stuff. But VFX, definitely. But they should be practical VFX. Something mm-hmm. about CGI and Indiana Jones doesn't jive right for me. Because, like, when you think of the nuclear explosion or like the swinging monkeys in Crystal Skull, that's where you kind of go, like, oh yeah, this doesn't feel like an Indiana Jones movie.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: Dial of Destiny is just like, I don't know. There's like a real shitty, like indy on a horse scene in the trailer mm-hmm. like the de-aging isn't convincing to me like there's just something weird about i mean i love phoebe waller Bridge. i'm glad she's like mm-hmm. it's kind of cool that she's in a movie with like the original han solo after watching her and be the droid in solo but and i i do have hope because she i think she co-wrote the screenplay
0: mm-hmm.
1: but i don't know i'm with you i'm not
0: yeah I'm sold on. And I think Boyd Holdbrook is like playing a villain in it, and I love Boyd Holdbrook, but I I don't know. I'm just like not not.
1: Mikkelsen's the main bad guy, I think, right? He's the he's like the main Nazi.
0: I don't know if I saw it. Yeah, I he's the Nazi.
1: I, he's the main Nazi I, guy.
0: I thought I saw Boyd Holbrook, but maybe I didn't.
1: Uh he but, might be in it. I know. I know. Like, the, there's a couple of characters that. Yeah, it's just like it's just a little too much CG for an Indiana Jones movie. But, you know, I mean, not to sound ageist, but like if you have an 80 year old Harrison Ford. I mean, that was always going to be like they're when they announced they're doing another Indiana Jones movie. You're like, but Harrison Ford's 80 years old. Like, how are they doing in Indiana? Well, they're they're not. They're just going to CG his face on a young guy, I guess, because that's what it looked like.
0: Yeah, some parts it did. Other parts, it looked like it was like. Actually, him, so I I don't know, but I know he was actually there on set filming, yeah, 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 broke his leg,
1: (laughs) which he seems to always do now in (laughs) movies,
0: yeah. Which I'm just like, um, maybe he doesn't need to be doing action stuff anymore, maybe as as he
1: enters the Marvel cinematic universe, but
0: yeah, but the character he's playing is like, oh, but he might actually be Red Hulk,
1: yeah. I mean, my thing is, why would you even cast Harrison Ford unless you're going to turn Thunderbolt Ross into either Red Hulk or I also think he might be the president. That's why. And if he is the president, I hope he has a scene where he punches someone on Air Force One and says, get off my plane. That would <laughs> that would be worth it for me if that happens. That's the only reason I would accept you casting Harrison Ford in the MCU. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, so it seems to be we're hype for Rise of the Beasts,
0: mm-hmm.
1: hype for Guardians three, less hype indiana jones and
0: the doubt and i and i just feel so bad because at like i feel like if anyone had told me before seeing any trailers which one would probably have the better trailer i would have assumed indiana jones
1: oh yeah yeah yeah
0: like straight up so the fact that it's not it's just kind of like or maybe that's my thing i had too high of expectations mm-hmm. for it that i was just like mm. so I, I mean it know. was
1: one of those things like in the moment when i first watched it i was like i was like, yeah. Cause there's mm-hmm. there a, there a scene in the trailer, like when the when the theme really kicks in, when like mm-hmm. this like horn blast of the like da 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 da, mm-hmm. and you know just like again it just tickles those nostalgia strings. But like I, re, when you know upon rewatch, it was just kind of like oh that scene looks weird, that yeah. scene looks weird, and that CG's, mm, you know, and again I understand like how much they're pushing VFX people right now, and we shouldn't be critical of cg
0: yeah but, i i but... just know that it's not their fault entirely so that's for but her that's skin. why i was like
1: don't rely so much on cg in an indiana jones movie <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. like you shouldn't have to have like all this green screen shit so
0: yeah or just i don't know find better ways to actually use the volume because i feel like it looks so great it looks so great on Mandalorian and even on like kenobi and then the batman and then i feel like all of the Non Star Wars and non Batman project that I've seen the volume be used on, well, mainly like from Disney. It hasn't been. It doesn't. Oh, look do,
1: you, do you know that they're using the volume for Indiana Jones?
0: I don't know, but I would just assume like. because they used it for Thor: Love mm-hmm. and Thunder, and just like
1: yeah, it didn't look good.
0: Like Thor: Love and Thunder compared to Mandalorian looks like you know the the Mandalorian looks like it was like prestigiously shot. Yeah. So it's just, I I don't know.
1: Guardians, the the holiday special, I mean, so much of the holiday special took place. Like, to me, it looked like it was on a set. Uh Stuff. I mean, of course, they shot a lot in LA, but like, I guess the the nowhere doesn't have to be that. It wasn't that, like.
0: But that could have been the volume, too. Yeah, that might have been. I think the volume is in, like, I think there's the volume out here, and then I think they have one in London. Yeah. So. Right.
1: Because the Batman was actually shot in London's version
0: of
1: it, which was wild because, like, watching the movie i had no idea that they shot it on the volume
0: no especially the car chasing yeah the I batmobile no, scene like, was
1: all fake i was like what?
0: yeah <laughs> i thought it was like actually there you know pull yeah. like that's good that's when you know right. you have good filmmaking as well as like you know a decent vx team or just knowing how to i don't know utilize that type of technology to your best of the i don't know the batman yeah. team is still my favorite comic book movie of the year
1: yeah 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 no that that's a good point and i just think like you know without having to criticize like the the, the artists doing the cg work i just feel yeah. like this is over reliance on cg maybe because if you think about it, if if one of the one of the theories i've read is that like the Dial of destiny could be like a time travel movie and that's why there's mm-hmm. like a lot of young indie scenes
0: that's what i was thinking but i was like i don't know because it felt like i couldn't tell what time period he was even supposed to be in well, I think the-,
1: the idea is that like the present of the film is 1969 because it's going to be like 30 okay. years between films. And so it's like the late 60s but then so much of the the trailer looks like it's set in the 40s with mm-hmm. a young indie. But then like old indie looks like he's in the 40s too. So like I don't know if it's like old indie somehow travels back in time and he sees like himself.
0: Yeah, I I don't know what's going on.
1: You know, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Like time travel, time travel. Could, I
0: love.
1: I love time I travel stories, but like, I don't know. No. I
0: love know. time travel, but it, yeah. I don't know. I'm just. I feel so bad for not being sold on this. <laughs>
1: <movie>. <laughs> I know. I'm such a fan of like. Well, put it this way. I'm a fan of the first and third indie movies. Mm-hmm. I don't really like Temple of Doom, and I don't like Crystal Skull.
0: I know it's so racist, but I love Temple <laughs> of Doom.
1: <laughs> I like Short Round.
0: I, but, I think like I don't know I watched all I think as a kid because I just always really gravitated towards Temple of Doom as mm-hmm. a kid and I, you know I didn't realize as a kid that I'm watching yeah I like, mean
1: Temple of Doom like, back Raiders. then too like was it definitely was like quicker felt quicker pace and more action than Raiders Raiders is a like very old school kind of movie I can I see like a kid, lot of young why... kids don't like Raiders yeah Last Crusade is my favorite that's the the one I like like I would probably rewatch the most but I, was, I wonder if, like, indie is kind of the opposite of Star Trek movies. Like, Star Trek movies, it's the odd number ones are bad and the even number ones are good. Maybe indie, the odd number ones are good and the even numbers are bad. Bad if you—if those people who don't like Temple of Doom. And if that's mm-hmm. the case, Dial of Destiny might be good because it's its the fifth one, but I don't know. It, yeah. There's still some time left. I think it comes out in June. Is that when it says it's coming out?
0: I think so. I think a lot of, it's like May, one was May, one was. June. Two of them are June, maybe.
1: Oh, I maybe May. I don't remember the. Yeah, I
0: think Guardians is May.
1: Guardians, I think, is May. So, Indies June and Transformers yeah. is June. So, yeah, a lot of stuff coming out. I I joked earlier. I'm I feel like there's a Flash trailer.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That's on the way. They they showed like a a, a re, you know rekindled version of the logo which actually isn't even a new look everyone was like here's the new flash logo and it's like the same flash logo <laughs> just on a different background but flash has a presence at Brazil, the brazilian comic con they released the blue beetle poster I just have a inkling that there may be a flash trailer coming down the pike soon so
0: well if it happens before our hiatus is (laughs) over i mean i guess we're back
1: we may be back but let's take a break and on the other side of the break we'll just share what's nerd popping and get out of here
0: Mm -hmm.
1: guess what goalie nutrition is sponsoring hard knock life and you can go to goalie.com to buy apple cider vinegar gummies their ashwagandha gummies super fruit gummies and super greens gummies and you get 10% off plus free shipping if you use the code hardknock at goalie.com. This is honestly, I've been taking the goalie gummies now for for a couple weeks, and I have to say, they're tasty and they're good for you. Have you guys been enjoying the goalie gummies?
0: I really like them. They're yummy, but it's a nice to add to my like routine of already like I normally take just straight vitamin C, so it's nice to have like extra supplements.
1: For a long time, people have have praise the benefits of apple cider vinegar. And, you know, as someone who's had to, like, drink straight apple cider vinegar sometimes when I'm not feeling (laughs) well, or, you know, I have some joint pain and your mom is like, drink some apple cider vinegar. Mm. It's not the most appetizing home remedy, let's just say.
0: it tastes horrible. Like,
1: the apple cider part is like, ooh, does it taste like apple cider? And it's like, no, it tastes like vinegar. But ACV is very good for you. And the fact that Goalie has been able to put the ACV into... These tasty little gummies made with pectin and fruit peels, which make them vegan, which is cool. So if you're vegan, you can still rock these gummies because everyone knows gummies are usually made out of like gelatin and nasty shit. This, These are made out of complete non-GMO, gelatin-free, gluten-free vegan ingredients. And you can get the benefits, all of the benefits of apple cider vinegar taking these tasty, delicious, convenient gummies. So go to Goalie.com. And use the code Hard Knock. That's H A R D N O C, just like the podcast you're listening to. Get 10 percent off your purchase of Goldie products and free shipping. It's a much better delivery device for that apple cider vinegar. Yeah, these, these Goldie gummies are great. You get it, I and agree, it's and a delicious little candy. And I, have been enjoying the Superfruits one. I did feel kind of refreshed after taking a few of those.
0: Yeah, no, but I'm loving them so far, and they're definitely tasty. If you just want tasty gummies, at least just <laughs> eat them for the the like the yummiest. Yeah.
1: yeah. So go to goalie.com, use the code hard knock, H-A-R-D-N-O-C. Get 10% off your purchase and free shipping at goalie.com with the code hard knock. Brittany, anything nerd popping? Since we weren't expected to reconvene, uh, I, hope so. <laughs> I hope you had a chance to check out some cool stuff.
0: I saw the glass onion the last <gasps> day before like, you know, the theatrical release was done. Wow. It, it was so good. It was really good. Well, I don't
1: ruin it. it. I'm not Without spoiling, what did you think mm-hmm. of the movie?
0: Oh. It's just so fun. I just love Ryan Johnson. I think that he's like one of the most talented dudes out there right now. Does Jessica
1: Henwick have a big part?
0: You or is that a spoiler? Okay,
1: okay. No, don't, spoil. don't spoil.
0: Everyone is so good in it. Janelle Monet is so good. You know, obviously Daniel Craig is like great. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. I can't wait for like the next one.
1: When does that come back on Netflix? Because I know it's in theaters.
0: So it was only in theaters for a week. And right. I was able to manage to get in the last day that it was showing. And then it doesn't come back out on Netflix until December 23rd. Oh wow. So y'all got a little bit of a wait, but it's really good. I can't wait to watch it again.
1: Yeah, I'm 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 very excited. The reason that is about Jessica Henwick is like I was just thinking this is something that I wish was asked of her during the press. Maybe it was, but I didn't mm-hmm. see it. Is that you know there's still like Ryan Johnson's Star Wars trilogy has not been canceled despite what people have reported. Yeah. It's still on. Mm-hmm. i'm hoping it's a jess Pava, rose tico team up <laughs> because why be. not because <laughs> they didn't I do don't... anything with jess or rose in any of the sequel trilogies so.
0: but do you know who is that lucas studios or i did see
1: i did see ray palpatine skywalker herself posted yeah but didn't she also like she saw like the internet freak out and also like clarified like i'm not doing anything i was just stopping by
0: but she could just say that because, <laughs> you know what I mean like it like an Andrew I,
1: Garfield situation
0: <laughs> yeah because I again like I feel like yes you could be honest and be saying she was just there but again like if like so many people don't realize like
1: what's Daisy Ridley doing at a like Lucasfilm
0: office yeah you have like NBAs who signed so like you know she maybe was allowed to tease it but not allowed to com- officially confirm that's what she's there you know what I mean so it's mm-hmm. just like maybe it is nothing and she's just visiting but like again they have they signed NDAs they can't say anything so it's like you know she might be doing something Star Wars
1: we'll see we'll find out for me what's nerd popping you mentioned physical media earlier and I did something I watched a couple weeks ago but the reason I'm bringing it up now is that it's coming out on Blu-ray this week and it's Clerks 3 the most recent Kevin Smith movie and it didn't have like a traditional theatrical release it was like a Fathom event and he toured it like he would take it like around the country But the tour ends this week, and then the movie comes out on Blu-ray. And I don't know if you're a big Kevin Smith fan or if you like the Clerks movies. But I have to admit, like I didn't really like the second Clerks movie. The first Clerks movie is is formative, just because you know it came out when I was a teenager. It was one of those movies that you just
0: Mm -hmm.
1: inform who you are as a person. It was, and I think what people forget nowadays, now that like nerd culture has ascendant is one of the revolutionary things about that first clerks movie for me as a nerd was like, this was a movie where people were referencing star Wars and Marvel. Mm
0: -hmm. And like,
1: you didn't see that shit anywhere. It was like, it was like speaking in code to people like me, you know? And, and of course now like you make a star Wars reference in something and everyone gets it. But like in 1994, making a star Wars reference Mm
0: -hmm. was like,
1: you're only speaking to a certain subset of people. Star Wars was not everywhere like it is now.
0: I feel like it was for me as a kid. I feel like I always. Cause you're
1: a nerd, Brittany.
0: Star Wars. <laughs> That's true. I don't know. I feel like I was always like, Star Wars, Star Wars, Star yeah. Wars. Though.
1: Yeah. Well, well, the thing is, like, Star Wars resurfaced in the like public zeitgeist in 95 because they came out on VHS mm-hmm. in 95. Like, like, I remember it was a big deal. We even bought, like, a surround sound system mm-hmm. to watch our VHS tapes. It's like real shitty analog surround sound. But like it came out on VHS and this was I still have that box set somewhere. These were the last VHS tapes before the special editions. So these were like the original Mm -hmm. remix THX versions of the original trilogy. And then the Kenner toys came back in 95. So 95 Star Wars kind of became Star Wars again. And then, Mm -hmm. of course, the special editions came out in 97 and then the prequels in 99. But so but Clerks came out in 94. And that was before it kind of presaged like the Star Wars resurgence. Mm-hmm. So like when those characters are like talking about like, you know, when they blow up the Death Star, they killed a bunch of contractors. And it's not fair kind of thing. It's like, I get what he's saying. I know what he's talking about and not everyone else mm-hmm. did. So anyway, Clerks 3 is the wrap up of at this point, 30 year odyssey of his own cinematic universe. Kevin Smith was one of the first people to do a cinematic universe, too, because all his movies mm-hmm. took place in the same universe so but anyway i think you guys should check out clerks 3 no matter how you feel about kevin smith as a filmmaker he, he definitely like puts a nice bow on those characters ben affleck makes a return in okay Clark's i've seen three. chasing
0: amy and i love chasing Amy. yeah
1: chasing so. amy was one of like my favorite movies of his growing up as well dogma is a great movie like kevin mm-hmm. smith's early i even like mall rats like i know a lot of people shit on mall rats but that was a that was like those first four or five kevin smith movies were some of my favorite movies and like i said his filmmaking kevin Kevin smith well i don't know he was the original kevin feige like i said he created a (laughs) cinematic universe before (laughs) kevin feige did i'm hoping to get him on the podcast one day so fingers crossed we get a chance to
0: talk to kevin so
1: but anyway that's what's nerd popping for me i promise this is the last hard knock life of the year unless it isn't but until then Brittany, how can people find you on the internet?
0: You can find me at Hi Brittany Monet on Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, and Hive, which I don't know if Hive is down right now, but- Yeah, I, Hive's I'm been Hive. having problems it's only because like, it's like two I, yeah. yeah it's only two people running it so like i know if i've said this so many times on a podcast already because i feel like i see so many people complaining about it but it's just like there's only two people running a, a social media site like yeah it's gonna have some problems and delays but i think it's just because they can't afford to actually pay to have other people work right. for them yet so it's like they're not trying to you know have underpaid people and whatnot
1: yeah well, you can find me on Twitter for now at TheRealChow, the underscore real underscore Chow, and just TheRealChow on Hive. Follow me on Instagram at RealKeithChow, and follow The Nerds of Color at TheNerds of Color on every social media platform, including Hive. Also, go to HardKnockMedia.com to find this in all the podcasts in the Hard Knock family. Give us a like and a review if you do find our videos at youtube.com slash the nerds of color and give us a like and subscribe there support us on patreon at patreon.com slash the nerds of color and buy our merch at cpublic.com search for the nerds of color brittany until next time which may be sooner than later
0: (laughs) well out of bots